The Christian life cannot be reduced to a man-made list of things to do and not to do. However, when God gives a specific list in Scripture, we must take careful note of His priorities. Today, we examine the Lord's to-do list found in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Let's join Scott Pauley now as we uncover divine instructions for the last days. Charles Spurgeon, who has often been called the Prince of Preachers, said that the sermon begins when the application begins. I think that's a great statement. I heard someone else say uh, that the three things every preacher must remember are these three things. Application, application, application. Well, the truth of the matter is, God always brings His truth to bear in our lives. He connects doctrine with how we live every day. And so the preacher has to work at that. And I'm speaking now as a preacher. I have to work at that. But it's not just the preacher that has to work at that. No, the people have to work at that as well because the great application of truth is not done in the church service. The great application of truth is not done even in an invitation. That's just what sets it in motion. A decision may be made at that point, but then the application must go far beyond that meeting. It must continue long after the preacher's voice is silent. We're in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, and we've studied already uh, these verses, quench not the spirit, despise not prophesyings, but now we come to the application, prove all things. Hold fast that which is good. He shifts from the negative to the positive. He says, have the right attitude towards the Holy Spirit. Have the right attitude towards the Word of God. And then once the Spirit has spoken, once the Word has been received, prove it. Prove all things. Hold fast that which is good. We've talked about our attentiveness to the Spirit and our attitude towards preaching, but now we're talking about our application of the truth. And may I say to you, the application, that's your business. You, by the grace of God, have to apply the truth and work it out in your own life. That's what the Bible means when it says, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. God works in, we work out. What we've heard has to take shape in our lives. Otherwise, we're hearers without being doers. Uh, We've got to get it into practice every day. And he gives two commands for this. 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 21, number one, prove all things. The word prove here is a word for test. Put it to the test. Uh, Don't take my word for it. Test this in your own life. Uh, I promise you this. When you put God to the test, He always passes the test. In fact, He does more than you could ever imagine. 1 John chapter 4, verse 1 says, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, or test the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. In other words, when, when the Holy Spirit is working and when the word of truth is being given, you're always testing that. You're, you're testing that by what we know to be true about God. You're listening to every sermon, every lesson, every lecture, every book you read, and you're measuring it by the truth. The truth is God's unchanging Word. In the Old Testament, they would use plumb lines uh, to make sure that a wall was straight as it ought to be. Our technology has advanced a little bit today from that, but the principle remains the same. The plumb line is the Word of God. The measurement is the Word of God. So prove that. Test that. By the way, that's not just 
making sure it's right. That's then putting it to practice in your own life. That word prove. Listen to the words of Romans 12, verse 1 and 2. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. In other words, the testing here does not simply mean that you listen with a discerning spirit. It means you apply. It means you're taking the Word, you're working it out in your life, and you're living it in such a way that it is proven not only to you, but to others who watch your life. To people that would say, is this really true? Is there really something to this faith? Is there really something to the, the message of Jesus Christ? Prove all things. Then he says, secondly, hold fast that which is good. Now, that admonition is very important to believers living in the last days because we're living in a time where lots of people are letting things slip. They're letting things go. In perilous times, sometimes people let go of the most precious and priceless things. Now, they get distracted by, by things that really don't matter, and soon they've let certain things slip. And so the Lord says, hold fast that which is good. Remember, we, we're searching and pursuing that which is good. The Bible says in verse 15, follow that which is good. Now he says, hold fast to that which is good. Once you've found it, once you've found the, the people that are living by the truth, uh, stay with those people. Once you've found uh, the truth as it's revealed in the Word of God, hold fast to what God has revealed in His Word. So here's the progression. Test everything by God's Word and then keep everything that passes the test. Once it passes the test, and we know this is from God, this is, this is the Lord, the Holy Spirit has given us this truth in the Word, then you keep that. You hold that fast. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but the very next verse is a famous verse. It says, abstain from all appearance of evil. Uh, could I show you the contrast between verse 21 and verse 22? Let me read them together. Prove all things, hold fast that which is good, abstain from all appearance of evil. All and all. But listen to the difference. He contrasts good and evil. Evil is just appearance. In other words, evil is a facade. It promises what it cannot deliver. But good, now that's substance. We're living in a world today where people get enamored with appearance. They get blown away with appearance. And they think something looks so good, but it may be a fake wall, my friend. It might be a false front. It might be a religious facade with no substance behind it. What we want is not the appearance of something, that which appears for a little while and then vanishes away. No, what we want, we want substance. And the substance is rooted in the Word of God. The one thing that's never going to change, the one thing you can build on as a sure foundation that's not going away is the eternal Word of God. It is forever settled in heaven. And so, if you want to let God be thorough with you, quench not the Spirit, despise not prophesyings, prove all things, hold fast that which is good. A number of times in our studies, you've heard me reference a man by the name of Frank Sells. Dr. Sells was a Bible teacher that God used in a great way in my life early on in formative years. And I thank the Lord for His memory, but I thank the Lord most of all for the truth He taught us. When we began this little section, verses 19, 20, and 21 of 1 Thessalonians 5, I said to you that Dr. Sells taught us a prayer, and the prayer was this, Lord, be thorough with me. Lord, be thorough with me. I hope you're still praying that. hope you'll pray it every day. And I trust God is being thorough with you, showing you things that need to be adjusted in your life. 
But let me end this little section of our study with something else that Dr. Sales taught me. He had a little expression that when he heard something that was true, that lined up with the Word of God and the Holy Spirit used it in his heart, and he felt like he needed to work on applying that, this was his expression. He would say, I think I'll make that my own. Uh, Sometimes he would hear of something and he would say, I can't make that my own. Well, friends, the things that don't line up with the Word of God, that don't have the stamp of the Holy Spirit on them, don't make those things your own. Prove all things, but hold fast that which is good. When you hear something that has the witness of the Spirit of God, it is truth. It is from the Word. And by God's grace, say, I'm going to make that my own. I'm going to prove that in my own life. I'm going to hold fast to that. I'm going to apply that to my life. The preacher may preach. The teacher may teach. The author may write. But you, my friend, have to take the truth and work out your own salvation. You have to apply it to your own life. And I trust today you'll take the eternal truths of the Word of God and apply them to your life right where you are. We hope you will take the time to read through 1 Thessalonians 5 and ask the Lord to help you do what matters most to Him today. Thank you for listening and praying for this Bible teaching ministry. Find out more at scottpauley.org. We look forward to studying God's Word with you again next time on Enjoying the Journey.